We have a special episode here at Moral Marriage Podcast today, how to communicate with a narcissist. Why people stay together for the kids and it's not what you think. Why men are not leading in their home. I'm Cass. I'm Catherine. Not so obvious ways to get the sex back. So when you dated your husband in the beginning, did you ever answer the door with your hair all crazy? Your moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. Now, if you don't know, I'm a managing, self-aware, severe narcissist. And if you don't know, we are so freaking tired of people telling people that narcissists can't change. And the reason is simple. We didn't know I was a narcissist. In fact, I don't think we really knew the term until. No, I thought you had borderline personality disorder. Right. And and I th- wasn't I treated for that? Uh, no, you were treated for very strong cluster B oh, traits. Oh, right, right, Trust right. Cluster B is borderline and narcissism. Right. And, you know, at the end of the day, we believe firmly that the freaking world needs to stop <clears throat> telling narcissists they can't change. Everything is impossible stop until it's possible. Stop telling everyone that they can't change. That's right. Everyone in general. That's right. Yeah. You know, uh, before we get into this, communicating with a narcissist, I, I just... I really want to stress that the amount of people that comment on our social media, uh, by the way, thank you for the support with the podcast. We are blowing up. I don't know statistics on podcasts. I'm still learning podcasts, but did you know this baby? Like, I think we're like one of the fastest growing podcasts right now. So thanks for your support guys. Please continue to like share and download the episodes. Um, one of the biggest things on social media that drives me insane is the amount of people it's people. It's not just men. It's not just women that complain about their partner or complain about the opposite sex. And they say they are not ever going to change. Listen, you, you're presenting yourself as a narcissist. You're presenting yourself already as the one who is the narc in a relationship. All right. Now with that in mind, take a deep reflection and let's dive into it. So how to communicate with a narcissist. So I think it's important to understand. We didn't know I was a narc. Okay. We didn't understand that. And, um, one of the questions that I get all the time is, you know, what made you want to change? Should we start there? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, not knowing that I was a narcissist and just remove that term. Just think about, like Catherine just said, growth. You know, stop telling people they can't grow is really what that means. Because okay? a narcissist cannot be cured. That's right. You can, but a narcissist can make progress. It's, there, it's been documented many times. That's right. And we also, you should know... You, you know, for those of you who have no sympathy, we don't know if you're born with it. We don't know if it's the way. My dad is a narcissist, my adoptive father. I don't know if that's why I picked it up. I know that's why I picked up, you know, screaming and anger and all the shit. But there's so many other factors that go into that too. So I think you need to think about less about the why and understand that it, the bottom line is your narcissist partner or you with some narcissistic traits, it comes from no matter what, something deep-rooted that we can all grow and overachieve, overcome, uh, overachieve, <laughs> overcome. So helps if you're an overachiever because then you can overcome it fast. That's right. So how did I do this? Well, simple guys, when I was, you know, in the probationary period after the restraining order and I couldn't afford to make any mistakes, uh, with assault or abuse, then I would go to jail. I had to do anger management and I was forced into it. Didn't do anything for me. However, it did. At the end of the day, because I couldn't fight with Catherine all the time, uh, I had to be careful. Essentially, what it did was it allowed me to experience joy for a few days. 
And you've heard the story if you've been listening to the podcast that I was like, this is amazing. We're fighting every three days. And she was like, that's not normal. And so that sparked the idea. And so what Catherine learned from that was, what if she approached me a little bit differently? Now, this doesn't mean you were on board. You still did not trust that I was changing or growing or anything. But you did make incremental changes that looking back now, I think our listeners can definitely gain value from. Can you please start with that? Yeah. So I don't know if looking back and thinking about what I did is the best way because it took me a lot longer than the way I would coach people. But I'll try to kind of get dig out the key points. So one of the biggest things when you're communicating with a narcissist is to remember that it's the narcissist that has the delusions. A narcissist will try to make you feel like you're the crazy one and they're really good at it. Oh, did I ever? Yes. Oh. So you need to remember that you are not the crazy one. And I mean, maybe you are the crazy one, but if you're like, <laughs> maybe but, you're both a little crazy. Yeah, but yeah, there's always a little bit of crazy in there. But remember that when your husband or your wife is acting in a narcissistic way, remember that you are the one that is in reality and they are having a diluted reality and they're trying to bring you into it. So that's the first thing. Remember that your reality is real. You can trust yourself as long as you can trust yourself. So ask yourself that question right now. Can I really trust myself with, with my, with my own reality? Yeah, double check your, like yeah, your state of mind. What is real? And if yeah. you're not willing to reality, check yourself right now, or you're just um, like way too confident. That's maybe, maybe you are the narcissist. Maybe you are the crazy one. Um, <laughs> But really, take some self Which, but guys, we're laughing, but we've been through it. And That's the amount of people laughing. that we help, it's actually sometimes flipped. Yeah. It really is. So I just I just really want to stress what you just said. You got to double check that reality. You have to double check. And yeah. if I'm making you angry right now, take that as an indicator that it could be you. Mm -hmm. If you're getting defensive right now, probably is you. <laughs> if you're checking yourself. Or at least that you have traits. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you're checking yourself right now and you're like, okay, can I trust myself? Can I trust my own reality? You're probably not the narcissist. Would you say, if I can ask a question yes. real quick, would you say that that would also reflect back when they're checking the reality check? If, if that's part of the, am I proud of who I am? Does that help? Does that work? Uh, I think that would be part of it, but not really. That doesn't. Because the reality could be too distorted. I th yeah, the, okay. the reality is usually quite distorted. Okay. Yeah. I as as the narcissist, that helps me now, but I don't think it would have back then. then. Right. Yeah. Because I think that a, a narcissist would say, "Of course, I'm proud of who I am." That's exactly. So what I th I was and that's why I don't yeah. really think that okay. that would be. Yeah. But for the sane person, because this is for the yeah for the sane person, I don't think you you could ask yourself that sure. But if you're trying to figure out how to connect, how to communicate with your narcissist spouse, and you're wondering if you're the crazy one, I don't think that question. Fair. I, don't, okay. I just don't, I know that it's in there yeah. somewhere. We should all be happy with who we are and all those sorts of things, but I don't know. It's not pertaining. Okay. I don't think. Thank no. you for the clarification. Yeah, you bet. Um, so that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is not to react. So the narcissist wants a reaction. They want you to argue. They want you to be wrong. They want you to try to be superior while they're being superior. They're, they're going to gaslight you so that it, it's just going to distort everything that's happening. You, one of the phrases that I like to say is, or I used to say is you and I both know that's not true. So you're not oh, going to yeah. do not argue your own reality because you will not win. There's no, there's no reason. And there's no, uh, value in trying to convince the narcissist, your point of view, the narcissist might already know that they're wrong or they might not. Let there's, me, let the me, level of can delusion I? can be so out of control. Go ahead. So if you really want to understand this clearly, now I know when I'm lying. To the point where I could be on a coaching call, I could be with Catherine, doesn't really matter. I could be talking to you. 
where I will say something and immediately go, that's a lie. Now, there are times where that's not as easy for me, you know, um, you know, if say we had a little disagreement or something and I try to support it with a fact, right? You'll call me out on it and I have to take the accountability because now I got a reality check. Okay. But back in those he days. He also trusts me to uh, reality check with him. Because of the partnership level. Like we're, t- like you were through it. Right. But back I'm then. I'm not going to gaslight you to try to make you feel that. No. I may have done that in the past because you, I, you were so nuts. I think you did, I, but I, I, I probably, have to take responsibility for me though. Yeah. I, I don't I'm know. taking responsibility for me, but I just, I wouldn't do that now. No, but and I don't think I gaslit you. I just think that I, I would have made you feel worse about things. And yeah. yeah, yeah, that's probably a safer, a better way to safer, better way to put it. But yeah, I think it's important if you want to really understand this and drive this home. Like in your own reality, you don't know. I believed the lies back then. Okay, so why she's saying don't bother arguing is because <laughs> you're not going to win. No. I knew my own truth, and the example I always loved to use was what I always used back then, which was. I don't just call you a bitch. You have to run your shopping cart into the side of my shopping cart. And then I call you a bitch. And I literally believed she ran into the side of my shopping cart. So there is no convincing. So you have to check yourself and go, what What do I want to achieve here? I think. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And remember, so when I'm saying don't react and don't argue, all those sorts of things, because it doesn't get you anywhere. If you do react, that's what the narcissist wants. And then what does the narcissist get to do? The narcissist gets to say, Look at how you're acting. And then you're, and then go. you are wrong, yeah. but you got pushed into it because you're dealing with someone who's having delusions. So And we don't even know when we're doing it. Sometimes right? they don't. Yeah. yeah. I think that they do the more self aware. Yeah. But that's there's gonna, like there's a whole spectrum in yes, on that. Yes. And yeah, right, which kind of narcissist but, you are. But, and yeah. no matter what, you can you don't argue your point and don't react to what they're doing. Right. Just don't. The third thing is showing empathy. And really trying to figure out like what is the hurt, what is going on there. So instead of getting defensive, figure out what is, I'm famous for saying this, and I think it's the Gottmans, what is the message behind the contempt? Mm-hmm. Where is the hurt? What is your, your partner trying to communicate? Figure that out and show empathy. Validate, validate emotions, not behaviors. You've also heard me, if you've been listening to this podcast, I say that a lot. You can validate the emotion of anger, but you don't validate the yelling, the behavior of yelling. It's okay to feel angry. It's normal. And you should be able to express anger. Just it should be expressed in a healthy way. And controlled. Yes. Now, when I say this is the important piece that I think is really important about dealing with a narcissist, empathy and validation don't necessarily do anything for the narcissist. Sometimes they'll make the narcissist worse. What I'm trying to do for the person that is interacting with the narcissist is I'm building these qualities back into you because that's who you should be as a person anyway. The narcissist is going to pull out the worst. But if you can be your best, even in states of delusions and chaos and conflict and abuse, you still be your best. And when I say abuse, I don't mean that you stay around and get physically abused, but you're not going to, if you're with a narcissist, the emotional abuse is going to keep going and you need to make the decision if you're going to get out of that relationship or if you're going to try to circumvent some of it and help him through it. The validation and the empathy, compassion, love, all of those, all of those things and any variety of those, it's to build you into the person that you need to be so that you can stand in your own strength while that person is going cuckoo banana. (laughs) Cuckoo banana. banana. They're on the crazy train. And then the reason I say that empathy and validation, it doesn't necessarily help the narcissist. It helps you. And then what happens when you can help yourself is you can start to draw a line and you can set a boundary. When he really changed was when I had started to show empathy and validation. and But I said, but if this doesn't get better, I'm out. So a narcissist 
will, when they lose their supply. So narcissists are known for having a supply. That's where they get their energy. That's where they get everything from berating you and from manipulating you and all those sorts of things. But when you can show empathy and validation and compassion and love and all of those wonderful things, and you become this strong ass person, the narcissist can no longer suck from you. And then you realize that you can set that boundary. I'm going to, if this isn't going to make things better, this is who I'm going to be. And if this isn't going to make things better, I'm going to leave. So when, when I cut off the supply, he knew that I was serious this time. Mm -hmm. I was not bluffing. We, I was pregnant and we had one-year-old twin girls. And I was like, this is what is going this to happen. This is when I was reverting back. If you've been following the podcast and the timelines, this is when I was reverting back, feeling frustrated because she wasn't accepting my changes. Yes. Okay. And so I was starting to go bad again. Mm -hmm. okay? And when I cut off the supply and I said, this is what, this is what's going to happen. Then when they reach rock bottom and they don't have a supply and they start to see that everything is falling down around them. That is when a narcissist is going to say, oh, no, well, I better or not. But hopefully, yeah, right? but because you've been showing up with what you're saying, being that strong person, yeah. you're able to stand the up. amount of affirmation, edification, um, love, compassion that you were delivering, which I also wasn't really accepting. Mm -hmm. Right. Because of my pain. Right. So th this is a, a bit of a, a work in progress when you're going through this, guys. But you have a saying that I just love. It was, uh, if, you know your narcissist is capable of love because you've experienced the bombs. And I don't know if you knew it back then. but I did not. You, you, you teach people that now, and I love it. I put it on social media everywhere because that's what I was experiencing. When I started to feel the joy, now that was years prior, but understood it with love. Now it's not just joy, it's love and joy. We didn't mean the joy for me replaced the anger, the fighting, the, the screaming, right? At times. But when I started to experience the love and knew that I didn't have to fight to, to, to create it with the boundary, of course, then I realized, oh, okay, this is a new level, right? Mm -hmm. And you didn't want to lose that. No, I did not. So you get to yeah. rock bottom. And the narcissist also has to be willing to change or yes. you need to be willing to leave. You cannot, it's silly to stay with someone who's abusing you without trying to take steps. That's right. Now I know that there's a lot of reasons people stay. I stayed and I was constantly trying to make steps. I just didn't know how, so mm -hmm. I wasn't taking the right steps. And I mean, eventually I took all the right steps. It just took a really long time. So if you're not going to take the steps, if you're not going to support your support, support, support your partner with their mental health conditions or with their emotional issues, whatever it is, if you're not willing to support them and you're not willing to get the skills to be the strongest person that you can be so that you can support your partner, then I would suggest that you do leave. If you're not going to take the steps, you can't stay in a relationship. Like I would not have been able to stay in that relationship, but key piece, I was taking all the steps I needed to take and then he needed to be willing. So I was saying, I'm doing all of this. I need you to be willing to see what's happening here because I am out the door. And then he really did do a lot of reflection. That's probably the most reflection that you did because mm -hmm. I actually was able to tell you that I thought you were a narcissist. First time that I ever <laughs> told you was um, when things just turned around. So it was the beginning of 2021 mm -hmm. and he didn't take it awesomely. No, and but, this is after already well. trying to do so much growth. You guys, you see what you've touched on this the last couple episodes now and you're saying it again. So I think it's really, really important for you guys to understand whether or not you follow us forever, whether or not you hire us, whether or not you join our programs, finding somebody that's been through the shit and giving you the step-by-step -step that resonates with you is so freaking important because I had done so much work and still went back to this. And then we didn't even like, it just, there's just so much reflection there.
that whatever you guys do, we want to see you healed, whole. And so when we talk about disrupting divorce, we know we can't do it alone. Like, are you kidding? It's a big freaking planet. There's billions of people. So whatever you do, find somebody who's delivering you through the steps that you're not ugh, just struggling and struggling and struggling. And I want to say one more thing yeah. before we go. You touched on it. Like, if you're not willing, I'm going to put it like this. If you're just going to blame your partner, we'll call that narcissism, by the way. If you're just going to blame your partner and talk about how great you are all the time or believe it, whether or not you say it out loud, then you might as well quit now. You might as well because you're never going to get there. All right. With that in mind, guys, we are crushing this podcast. We're going to film some more for you right now. Let's go. We'll see you soon.